Have you ever wondered what the top insurance agents are doing to grow their book of business exponentially each and every month? I've personally grown my own agency to multiple locations and dozens of agents over the past 20 years, learning from the industry's leading experts and applying what they've taught me to my own agency. And now I've invited these same experts to share their industry leading secrets with you. My name is Jim Schubert and welcome to Agents Growth Academy. Right, so let me tell you our growth story for the agency. It's probably similar to some of you out there, but for us, you know, we had our own unique challenges. Um, starting back, I guess, a little bit before our agency was even founded to help you understand, uh, my father was working with Karun and Black. Uh, he was the president for uh, the office here in Atlanta. And they got bought out by Willis, which is one of the largest brokers in the world. And he got really sick of writing reports and sending them back to London. And so he had been taught how to do acquisitions. And he asked, you know, his carrier partners if they would follow him, if they would give him a contract, if he bought an agency or two. And they said, sure, we'll support you. So he did that. And we started growing by acquisitions at the beginning of our agency life. So already we were a little spread out. He had the vision to have a service center uh, on the west side of Atlanta. And that worked pretty well because we had uh, service staff over there. And then as we grew with other agencies, we basically added that staff, uh, plugged them in to working with the service staff in Douglasville. And then we grew from there. So I say that because I want to set up what was a challenge for us, which was communication. Uh, in the early 2000s, we did not have email. We did not even have any, uh, a system for having our servers, because we had servers back then, connected in any way, shape, or form. So we had multiple different uh, ways of doing things from the different agency cultures that we had bought, and we had different systems, different workflows. So it was a bit chaotic. We were also doing something that I'm sure if some of you have been around long enough, you know the evil, dirty word, T-filing. Literally means that if you needed to grab a file for a client, you walked over to a room where there were a bunch of file cabinets. You looked for the one that had the date range that you were looking for that file. Then you pulled open the long drawer from those metal cabinets and you looked for alphabetically the client, and, and I think maybe even date-wise. And then you grab that file, you went back, you did what you needed to do with it at your computer or speaking with a client or a colleague, and then you have to go back and put it in the same exact spot, which I'm sure, as you can imagine, we as humans are not great. I know I have three teenagers who are not great at organization, and so it was a bit chaotic. So you've got no email, you've got T-filing systems, you've got offices spread out, it was a bit of a challenge. So, you know, being uh, Gen X, I was ready to, to plug in and run with the internet, which when I was in college, I mean, that was the first time I used it. I think I remember seeing, I, I got on the internet for the first time as a senior in high school. And of course it was dial up and, you know, connecting and all that stuff. So it, it was a challenge, but what I did was I just plowed through it and I had the vision. And I think that's the 
you know, the thing you have to think about, uh, I love Stephen Covey's seven habits of highly effective people, right? One of the things he talked about in that book is, I think it's habit number one, begin with the end in mind, right? Begin with the end in mind, have a vision for what you want the thing to look like, and then create it, execute on it, you know, reverse engineer it to do all the steps that are going to lead you to that final outcome. And so I, I had the vision for what it was going to look like. And without going into great detail, over the course of about five years after I had come on board with Southern States, um, we had email. We had um, some form of cloud. I think actually we, we jumped on Google. It wasn't called you know Google Suite or Google whatever it was back then, but it was Google email. That's, we've literally had that for 15 plus years. I, and we, that was the catalyst for us being able to then take all these other offices, connect them. We had an intranet at first where we would let employees know what's going on. We didn't even have a website. I developed a really sad looking website. I think if you use, there's, there's websites I know that you can go to and type in the website address and it'll show you what it looked like, you know, at different periods in time. Um, I, I mean, I'm just going to go ahead and put myself out there. If you want to Google or, or put, you know, put it into one of those websites, southernstatesinsurance.com. It was a mess. I mean, it definitely looked like the 1995 or early 2000s version of uh, a website, but it worked. And from there, once we had that and I built out quote forms and people were like, oh, people aren't going to search for, for this stuff on the internet. Um, no, they were. And you know who, who taught me uh, how to do some of this stuff? Was Stacy King, who currently is uh, the administrator of Agency Nation. I was on their podcast, or I, I took over their, uh, I took over their Instagram recently. But Stacy King, when she was um, teaching classes for the Georgia Big Eye, uh, she taught a class on digital marketing. And most people back then didn't know what the heck that was, but I kind of had a, an inkling and I was just like a wide-eyed kid right after that class. I ran up to her and I was like, oh, Stacy, that was so cool. She told me the other day, she's like, you know, that was almost 20 years ago. She's like, I just wanted to pat you on the head and be like, oh, Jim, that's so cute. I'm glad you enjoyed my class. But things like that, things like Safeco's bricks and clicks, I think is what they call it. Uh, those taught me how to do digital marketing. So I built out these web forms. I built out the pages. We started blogging on niche markets. And I can't, I don't even know how it's possible, but blogs that we wrote, blogs that I wrote, blogs that some of our colleagues wrote 10, 12 years ago are still bringing us qualified candidates in the form of quote requests through our website still every day, not every week, every day. I, I don't know how it happened, but I realized very quickly the potential that digital marketing had and I capitalized on that. At the same time, that ability that this new technology from remote networking and using Google um, suite or whatever to, to basically bring us into the cloud. We also were using, I think we were one of the first people 
to ever get onto um, Applied's TAM online back then, which we had TAM running on workstations in different offices and they weren't connected. I think they were originally, they, they were connected by servers somehow, but then we got it online and it was a much better experience. What that allowed us to do was, you know, I, I love the phrase, grow bigger, grow home, <laughs> grow bigger, go home. We, we started to have that mentality of, you know what? It doesn't matter where our offices are. So we bought an agency in Destin, Florida. We made that work. We had a really good run with that office. We've since sold that office, um, but it worked really well for a time. And we were over time able to um, quickly plug and play uh, producers who just wanted to, you know, they weren't close to our other offices, but they wanted to produce for us. We'd set them up with an office and we'd be able to plug and play them into our environment. And I, I mean, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It wasn't the cleanest, but it worked. Right. And I think that's what a lot of people get hung up on is we got to do it perfect. We got, you know, we're not, that was one thing my father always taught me, you know, do it right the first time. And, and I, I agree with that. Like as much as you can do it right the first time, right. That always makes things easier. I think I struggled with trying to make it perfect but then there was a point where I just said, you know, the technology is not there yet. I'm just going to have to go with what I have. Right. And so we've, we're growing our offices. We're growing our physical footprint. We went from when I started, we probably had 20 to 25 people at most in the agency. Um, today we're at about 50. We have plans within the next few years to double again. And now with the technology that we have with Zoom, obviously we were using Zoom before the pandemic, by the way. So yeah, um, that made it super easy for us to plug in. In the last few months, we have actually hired um, people who we don't have a physical office for them to come into. We, we've hired um, one person in North Carolina. We've hired... Uh, well, maybe two. I don't know. We've hired people who are not anywhere close to our offices. And obviously with the pandemic and, and uh, sort of forcing people to, to work remotely, work what we like to call work from anywhere, um, it, it's allowed us to, to you know, expand that original vision of what is the end, begin with the end in mind. What does that end look like? Or at least for us, what is that next phase before we need to break through that next ceiling? And for us, it's, hey, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We talked to a recruiter yesterday and he, he said, well, what's the, what's the physical footprint? Where, where do you want these people from? <laughs> my my uh, our COO uh, on the call just said, east of the Mississippi. <laughs> I was like, yeah, there's no reason we can't, right? There's no reason we can't. Um, so, yeah, I just... You know, it's it's been such a fun journey to to go from, you know, about twenty people in these, you know, I mean, they, they were great offices, right? But it was kind of clunky setup to go from that clunky setup to now being a much more quick plug and play environment that we've now built uh, on top of that a pretty dynamic company culture um, that still exists even with offices that are spread out 
systems that allow us to do that uh, uh, to, to basically help us operate our company um, in a much more dynamic and efficient and smooth way. So yeah, that's our story for growth. If you like this or any other episodes of Agents Growth Academy podcast, make sure you rate it. And if you want to take ownership over your own growth, come join us for free over at agentsgrowthacademy.com.